so we need a name for our fans, and that's kind of it, I guess. Bundies. <laughs> the Bundies. Not, Bundies. not, not Pandies. Not, not like Panda, but no. Bundies. Bundies. Okay. <laughs> like you're a dirty Bundy, or you're like a <laughs> you're a clean Bundy. Fresh, 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 yeah. fresh Bundies. Oh, good yeah. on. Yo, what's up, Bundies? This is the Pandisol podcast, the funniest podcast on Kumu. What's up? I am the host, the Dre Magics, along with my co-host, fictitious professor at FictProf and EJ Villaman at EJ Villaman. That's me. Uh, and today we are talking about generational gaps in Philippine culture and the Filipino just diaspora, or as my titos would call it, diaspora. Actually, they wouldn't use that word. They would use that word because they, it's a, it's an expensive <laughs> word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a T word. Yeah, yeah, a hard word, diba. Right? Yeah. Oh, just for, just, just for us. It's just for us. Not them. Not them. Just for us. <laughs> so the the generational gap, right? There are many like experiences that we have interacting with. The, the past and the future are like uh, currently we are in we are we're millennials right? millennials right millennials right so the the level above us would be Gen X like older or younger older Gen Gen X is yes that's yeah. Gen X and then baby boomer above that right yeah baby boomer and then the one directly under us is Gen Y and Z Z yeah yeah Gen Z Okay, so there are different um, ways that we've, we've had different experiences interacting with, you know, up and down because of our culture, right? Like, there's obvious ones. Like, if you talk to an elder, you you bless, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, are, are your younger, like, family members asking for your hand for blessing yet? The monopole? I don't know. It's being like taught, or it's like oh, okay. I haven't noticed it as often as much. Mm. Um, yeah, same. Well, it is kind of like taught with us, but not to like your cousins, but more of just still to the elders. But I actually thought when I was growing up, it was for like your ninong and ninang. And when I was in my twenties, I became a ninong, and I was like expecting mm. my hand to be put on their on their forehead. Yeah, like oh, this disrespect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I find myself saying that more and more often these days, and I hate it. Yeah. Like, whose child is that? Is that belongs you? Who's kid? <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, even growing up, like I I wasn't really taught that that much, and a lot of like my second and third cousins, twice removed, um. They were all doing it to their aunties and their uncles, and I was just like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, I know all disrespectful and, and crap, but like, it's just my personality. I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And like, I'll give you a hug. Um, but this yeah. like thing, it didn't work for me when it came to like outside type of, um, not within the core family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, my experience. I only asked for their hand right after we prayed the rosary. Because my family prayed the rosary a lot, right? Like they passed out. They 
there was a time in my life, I think it was, it was like middle school, and um, we prayed the rosary every night for like three weeks. Like the, the statue of the shrine got passed around from house to house, and it was basically an excuse to have a party. I'm like, what are we praying for? And they're like, oh, we're just praying because this is life. And I'm like, yo, this is the rest of my life. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. They're like, no, it's for three weeks. I'm like, okay, bet. Um, but after I saw my older cousins, like, you know, take the hand and put it to the forehead. And that's when I learned how to do it. Got you know it. what I mean? But it's also crazy because I think now, if you guys don't know, I, you know, I do magic. I, public speaking is my career, you know, amongst the other things associated with magic. But I think that's how I got good at speaking in front of people is like by constantly praying the rosary. So there's, there's uh hidden skills that get built growing up Filipino. I think that you can use later on in life. Right. Um, mm-hmm. For example, yeah, myself, we'd be praying the rosary. And I remember like, dude, I just wanted it to be over. So I, my goal was to go as fast as I could. And it was like almost disrespectful. You're right? that person, dude. <laughs> I'd be reading like, oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. No, dude. I like memorized it. I had it down. And then um, like I was cutting off because, you know, it's call and response. Right. So I'd be like, how many folk is the Lord? Jesus, right. And see, I still got it. And then they would do their part. But right before they would end. Right. Like. It would be like the last three words. I would start already. Nice. <laughs> like, and it like, I felt like at one point I didn't give them like enough time to breathe in between the thing. And I just like kept cutting them off. And then my mom like, she's like, like slow down. Like you're a little less old. I'm like, all right, man. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. I just, I just want to get out of here. I want to, like, I want to do my yeah. time and like, like, I want to do my 10 and, like, move on. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so that's that's a – oh, and it's crazy because when my cousins, they would date non-Filipino guys, mm-hmm. right? I have, a set of, I, I have a set of three girl cousins, and they're very close in age. Like, all my cousins are pretty close in age. So, you know, when we get older, we start talking shit about each other and, like, messing around. But they would bring in these guys who aren't Filipino – and I don't know why, because my, my cousins are fairly Americanized, right? Like, they're all born here. They're fairly Americanized, but they would teach their their cousin, their their boyfriends, like, Manopal. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. That's cool. And I'm like, I'm talking to my, my old, my kuya. I'm like, why are they teaching us? Like, why are they teaching them that? Like, we don't even do that. There was like, there wasn't a prayer today. Like, what? The, <laughs> you know? And so, and then, he, you know, they would go around the room and meet. Um, meet all the, the titas and stuff. And then he, they would meet us. They're like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, how you doing? How you feeling? Um, welcome to the party. Eat whatever you want. And then and then they would sit down with the, their food, their plate. And I'm like, yo. So they tell you, Manopo, huh? They tell you the blessing. And they're like, yeah, it's cool. We just, like, put our hand. And I'm like, oh, did you do everyone or just the elders? Like, <laughs> I would mess with them. them. I'm like, did you... You did like you got to do like the babies and stuff too. Did you know that? <laughs> and they're like they're like oh hold up, and they would get up and like monopod the freaking baby in the locker. <laughs> They'd be like oh, <laughs> dude. 
And then, and then my, my, you know, my cousin comes back. She's like, you guys are dicks. I'm like, dude, don't leave them alone with us. That's yeah. your fault. That was the first mistake, you know I mean? yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so what other experiences, just culturally, that you kind of have to pick up uh, dealing with the older generation, right? Because do, do you guys speak any level of Tagalog when you talk to the older generation? Even if it's like a very broken, like, I'm trying my best out here, dog. <laughs> type of type of Tagalog. Um, when I was growing up, like I used to go to the Philippines every four years uh, yes. since I was one, right? So from like one to thirteen, I was really fluent in Tagalog, um, but I was like a really really light skinned like white, um, like little kid trying to speak Tagalog, and then all of a sudden, I think I was like fourteen or thirteen, I started to not speak it because I got so shy. Um, so luckily with them, like oh. in the Philippines, I'd be able to yeah. talk to them in English and then they would mm-hmm. like, you know, talk back in Tagalog and it's just like the perfect, like, there's like the unspoken rule that we're okay to talk like this. Um, yeah. but like with my Lola and Lola, um, it was pretty, it was pretty easy for them to understand, um, mm. both like Tagalog and English and they talk to me in English sometimes or just you know, kiss me in Tagalog or kiss me in Tagalog. <laughs> kiss me, kiss yeah. me through the phone in Tagalog. All that yeah, sniff exactly. kiss. Sniff kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Lola, uh, So when you speak English, though, to your older relatives, do you um code switch? Oh, hell yeah, I code switch. Because you're not, you're not going to go up to your... your Yo, what's up, fam? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't go like, "What's up, fam?" But I'm like, like with a little accent, a little bit of paddles here and there, and try to be and you, cool. And you sing, don't you, you motherfucker? Hell yeah, I try to sing in Tagalog. Hello, Lola. Lisa, <laughs> how are you? Can I have shampoo? Yeah. <laughs> What about you? What about you, Fake? How is it uh, talking to your elders? Do you respect your elders? Yeah, it's it's funny. Like my like my mom's side, it's like we're super Americanized. Mm. It's like they, I didn't they didn't teach me. They're they're from Cebu. So they didn't teach me Visaya or like I didn't I haven't picked up Tagalog. But my grandma used to work at like she was a te- school teacher, and then she worked at a bank. So she's like mm-hmm. super fluent. So like always yeah. speaking like English. Um, but actually going back to the monopo thing real quick, like mm-hmm. that was never done in our family. But then when I picked it up from friends and then I did it to my Lola for the first time, she was like super stoked. She was like, because <laughs> I thought that my family didn't instill it because they, they just like tried to separate from certain like filipino superstitions or whatever so i thought that's mm-hmm. why but then when i did it to my lola she was like super stoked about it but like um yeah even, but it's like if i encounter other like manongs and manangs they don't know or realize that i'm filipino until like if mm-hmm. i do like say some words then it still takes some like convincing but even then yeah. they're just kind of like dismissive so it's kind of weird yeah, it's kind yeah. of like a weird it's like I don't feel like obligated to um, 
Oh yeah. Like yeah. Because like for example, my friends who are like Korean, right? If they encounter like an older Korean person, there's like this whole like dialogue of respect of and uh, acknowledgement. Yeah. And like I don't think, Yeah, and there's like other thing I don't I haven't really noticed that within like intergenerational Filipinos. At least only if like you know the person. At least from my observation. I don't know. What do you guys what do you guys Yeah. Do? You know like, what? if you go to like Seafood City it's not like going like greeting all the like monongs who are just like chilling outside. You're yeah. just practicing. Uh yeah, I think if anything, our culture tries to be more modern. Mm. Right? Like there's there's that, that Tito from TikTok, the like Tito Bong, where he's like Oh yeah. That's Touch my panties. <laughs> that guy? You know what I'm talking about? It's funny. But it's it's kinda like that where you like you walk into the the um the party or whatever and they're like, Hoy, EJ, how are you? Oh, yeah. you know, like <laughs> it's, it's Tito Elvis all over again. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Where it's like, what are, what you're doing with your lifestyle now? <laughs> like my lifestyle? What <laughs> What a big word. Like they, yeah, <laughs> they be getting the words wrong, but it's like you get the sentiment, right? Like they want to feel younger. They want to connect with you because you're where we are of that age where it's like it reminds them of a simpler time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they they want to connect with us and instill their wisdom because it's like they're kind of living vicariously through us. I think that goes yeah. across the board too, though. Like that's kind of like why we're on TikTok too, is we want to see what the generation below us is doing, right? So it's like, like we're just that's trying right. to, you know, not really give them like advice or talk to them about our experiences, but still kind of want to be there just in case we want to know what's happening. Yeah, it's a it's a curiosity thing, right? I mean, even Tito's are on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, there's right. it's it's this idea of preservation and that like knowledge is preservation as opposed to some other Asian cultures where it's like preservation means to take care of the future. Like they're, they're already ahead and they're already taking care of the future where like kind of Filipinos are, if they're not in the present, they're like trying to take care of themselves through the, you know what I mean? They're they're looking to the future to take care of them, which this episode Turned very wildly, like did not mean to get this serious, but it's <laughs> okay. it's crazy that, that that happens though, you know. Right. I I kind of wish that it was the other <clears throat> able to like set up for the future and oh for sure, like that would we'd be in so many different places, but it's just something. Yeah, like... and you know what? I think it's it's our generation's. No, that's a lie. I think it's my responsibility in my own family. I can't put that on everyone. Right. I'm sorry, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I think it's like, this is how I feel for myself. I think I have to jump that the gap and just like make the longest jump. You know what I mean? From like starting one behind or minus one behind to plus three and be able to take care of my grandkids. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah. So... It's it's this wild thing of 
we have to cover their ass. We have to take care of ourselves and we have to make sure the future is all right. Right. Totally. Yeah. Um, bringing it back to generational gaps. Yeah. Hey. It's like, what kind of things would you like instill in like future generations? Cause it's like, like for example, like monopo, is that something you guys would want to instill in your children <clears throat> and like have your parents and have your kids monopo, your parents. I mean, to like continue that generational DJ. tradition. Yeah, I, I would love that. I, I would really love that. Like, not just in like traditional point, but also like, I don't know, it's a good, good like conversation starter too. It's like, oh, dude, your kid knows how to do that. Or like, your kid still remembers how to do that. And then they start to like reminisce about the times where like, oh, I used to do that with my Lola. And then like, like they just bring it just bring other people to a really good spot in life. At least that's just how my head kind of works. Like your yeah. experiences that are like portrayed to other people kind of like affect everyone else's memories, I guess. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think the the monopole never hurts anyone. Right. Which is which is um dope. I think there are some customs and cultural things that are very hurtful. Um, I definitely don't think like Monopo is. It, it, I, I've never really seen anyone get triggered by a Monopo. You know what I mean? Where it's either it's a it's a nostalgic thing for most Filipinos. It's a respect thing. If you don't know about it, it's an educational thing. Like it's right. it's all positive because it's right. such a it's so deeply rooted in respect. Right. You know what I mean? Even like martial arts, you know how in, in traditional martial arts they bow, right? Um, right? In Filipino martial arts, some systems they do this. They they do this in the air where they go here, here, and here, and it's just like the taking of the hand, the monopole, and the giving back of the hand, right? And because it's so rooted in respect and um, rev reverence is the word, right? Reverence that. It doesn't hurt to pass that on. I think that's a really good. It's not like a top priority, right? I think. I think it's. It doesn't hurt anyone. Well, I was just gonna say, like, I think one thing I want to pass on with it when it comes to like hands and stuff is um, asking my little cousins to pull my finger because that's I always <laughs> that that was hilarious yeah. growing up, right? And I thought that was a Filipino thing too because it's all my uncles that did it. <laughs> like when I started seeing other people do it, I'm like. Well, shoot, like, you guys are Filipino, too? It's like, no. It's like, pulling your fingers, but it's universal. <laughs> dude, dude, there are so many Filipino games like that, but, like, specifically Filipino. Yeah. You know? Like, pull my finger is not one, but, um... Hip, hip, hooray. Like, what is it? Hip, hip, hooray. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I still watch that video, dude. The TikTok? <laughs> yeah. So, like, other other things that get passed down generationally, right? Like, the pogey point system. Do you guys know that one? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's automatic. 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 Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> what would you, what values would you, or customs would you pass on to future 
like relatives, like like nieces, nephews, or like even kids of your own values, right? So like one of them, for example, was like, "Oh, are you going to teach them monopole?" You know what, though, I feel like those ended with my parents' generation. Is that mm-hmm. weird? Like, no, it, they it didn't pass with... anything down. So it's like, how do I pass anything down if I didn't get any of that? I, I think you, know you could still pass it down. Like, it's still part of the the overlying culture of your ethnicity. What is you know that what I mean? Culture? That's true, but... Yeah, but, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's not my culture if it's not, like... I mean, it is my culture, but it's, like, if I'm not... It's if it's not like ingrained in me, it would feel weird. Like it almost feel performative. Like you know it don't feel I mean? uh, in like ingenu- it feel... ingenuine. Does it yeah, dis- disingenuous. Yeah, disingenuous. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just so like... what are what are the the things that you were you received that you feel like you should pass on? Um, probably just the family stuff. Being family oriented, pulling up for your third cousin if you have to, kind of thing. Yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you know would pull mean? up for your third. So, like, that's one Yo, of the things. No, I would. I would I know. though. But I like, would. that's one of the things that like I wouldn't even pull up for one of my first cousins. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where like Dang. I have one first cousin, I'm like, "Yo, you know you on your own, right? Like, if you <laughs> do some fucked up." <laughs> you know what's you know what's funny though? It's like I feel like. Like my second, third cousins, I like them more a little bit more because uh, they were so far away from me that yeah. I didn't get the chance to not like them. Yeah, no, I feel that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I'm really close with all my cousins except for, I mean, like, I guess we hang out, but it's like, I don't like it when. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, yo. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then my third cousins are like basically strangers to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know them, right? But also, what 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 toxic traits are you gonna evolve out of? Like you're you're gonna you're like I'm gonna cut this here at me. Like this is not gonna happen anymore. Oh, like talking about people's appearances and like things they can't change. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, the whole you're you're getting fat. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you look bigger. Like, that's yeah. not really a compliment. Yeah, like, oh, you, you're. So I feel like dark. you could be like, like, you do too. <laughs> yeah, thanks, you too. <laughs> you th- thanks, yeah. you too. Right? Yeah. With that, sometimes, like, if someone says that, I actually do come back with that. Oh, for real? Yeah. It's literally. And they're like. <laughs> it's like, I mean, in a very friendly way, but also. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, I, I like there. There are some days though, where I just want to like, like go for the throat on the comeback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or it's like, oh, you look bigger, and I'm like, oh, your husband has a second family. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, not the second family. You know what I mean? Like shit, like that. Like I can't. I think that's one of the things that like. It, Guys, it needs to stop now. Like, don't have a second family and, like, make them live in the same city. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bro. I'm just saying, like, just, like, think, you know? Like, Jay, do I need a second family? No, I don't. You know what I mean? I mean, polygamy is, like, a big I don't 
think that's a value. <laughs> I mean, like, a, you know what I mean? It's just like a custom or like a trait most that's it's common. A, it's in, a commonality within Filipino mm. culture. <laughs> yeah. That's wild to me. Yeah. Or like some customs I don't understand the validity to. Right? Like, um, bug bug. You know what bug bug is? Mm. Yeah. All right. So bug bug, bug bug is this. If you have a relative, or if if you're like visiting a relative in like a cemetery, or like a graveyard, right? Visiting yeah, any funeral, like viewing. yeah, any funeral or like anything that has to do with like the dead, you can't go straight home. You gotta like because the ghosts, the spirits will follow you home. You gotta like swerve them and go to the mall or like Jollibee and like leave them at Jollibee. Go to the karaoke. Yeah, the karaoke the first, anywhere before you go home, like Target, you can't, yeah. like you can't just go from cemetery to home. You gotta like trick the spirits or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's that's one custom. I'm like, oh, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Because like, imagine Are you what? Gonna, no, you're still gonna do it though. Like, no, I'm not. I, you know what? I'm gonna. Yo, I'm going to do it just because, like, I don't like just going one place and then going home. Like, I feel like Same, I need yeah. to get a lot of stuff done on the way. But if there's a scenario where, like, home, I got to get home right away, I'm not going to, like, stop by 7-Eleven and leave the ghost at 7-Eleven. There's a lot of really crazy religious ones. Like, I don't know why, as a child, mm. I prayed that often. Oh, you're going to have Santa Nino? You know what's wild, though, is that I didn't, we didn't grow up Catholic, and so it's like we're like the oh, only we're... Filipinos in our like neighborhood that yeah. I have no idea how Catholic church works. I just feel like it's too long, you know? Oh and it's look, like I grew up Catholic all my life and I still think it's too long. <laughs> and you know what? And there's like a certain level of cardio, like get down, sit up, stand up, kneel down. I said, dude, mm-hmm. this is like squats. Like what the hell? Mm-hmm. And then you get your post workout Jesus cracker. And yeah, 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 yeah. You See, know, what I liked whole... about Catholic Church is that you knew what to expect. Like, yeah, <laughs> there was a same. routine, there was a process, everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, in my hometown, there was one priest, and his sermons took like way too long. Like, we always got out. It's funny because it's known in my city. Like, if he's because there's one big main Filipino Catholic Church in my city, <gasps> right? Mm-hmm. And if like, everyone knew, like, oh, this guy takes forever, right? And so what me and my brother would do is we would watch the door, right? And we would see people do this, and they would do the, the holy water thing. They would see who's preaching. They're like, <laughs> and, they, and they would just stand, like, all right, we're here already. Like, I'm not going to leave and come back. Dude, look, tell me why, like, in every Filipino mom's household, they like they always make you do chores, but then they complain when you because do, you don't do it right. Yeah. Now, like, when I first lived on my own, my mom would come over to do chores at my house. Yeah, I say I didn't do it right, and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom wouldn't let me cut my nails at night. Why? Hmm. I don't know. To this day, I still don't know. She's like, yeah, something bad's gonna happen to your mom if you cut your nails at night, and I was like. Is that really a reason, or you just don't want to hear clip, 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 like at nine thirty at night? Uh, What's gonna uh, happen to you if you cut your nails at night? I'm a nothing's gonna cut happen my to nails me. tonight. I don't try it. Try Dude. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, a report I back. Exclu- report back. Yeah, you're gonna get the humpback. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so you can't sweep your floor at night because you're going to sweep out all the luck. That's what. I think that comes from Chinese culture, too. Mm. Like it came from. Yeah, same thing like New Year's. Don't sweep. Mm -hmm. Don't sweep. Don't clean. Don't do laundry. Don't sweep. You know just what you're feeling. I don't need a reason. I accidentally sweep away from the window. Is that bad? The what? The coins away from like the doors and the windows. (laughs) Like, what's that about? Like, the coins on the... It's like good luck and prosperity coming in through your window and through your... Yeah. Door. Is that what Oh, do you... I don't know. I've never done that. Do you guys know the... Um, do you guys eat well, noodles on your birthday? Yeah. Long that's noodle, right. long life. Long noodle, long life. <laughs> long noodle, happy good. waifu, happy waifu, happy waifu. <laughs> I never ate noodles. Well specifically for that yeah i'm not like the biggest fan i'm like not a noodle guy like if it was noodles or rice i would always pick rice oh yeah rice Mm. rice but both mixture of the both (laughs) no but like rice if you want to eat 1000 of something right if you're hungry and you want a thousand uh when you bite your tongue someone is thinking of you that's one oh yeah that and when the spoon drops a girl is gonna or is it a girl or a guy that's going to come into your life? Into your life. Oh. Yeah. My mom's spoon? Come. Yeah, if I drop a spoon and it, it faces down, she's like, oh, a girl's going to come. And then if I drop it um, and the the bowl part or whatever it's called, the curved part is facing up, and she's like, oh, a boy's going to come. Mm. And I'm like... Oh, opposite, of oh, your opposite of your gender. Opposite of your gender. So it's, is it like either utensil? <laughs> like... I don't know. I don't remember now. Yeah. Huh. You, see, you see freaking people like, please, Lord. Please, please Lord. Please, Lord. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a wishing fountain. <laughs> with, the, with a spoon and the fork. Yeah. Just, Why is there so many utensils on the ground? <laughs> I'm, I'm lonely, man. <laughs> to wash all this. <laughs> have to wash all this, huh? Don't use the dishwasher. This is why we eat with our hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, tell me this though. And like me and Fick talked about this. Tell me why when you eat Filipino food, it, <laughs> it tastes better when you put your leg up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, it's got to be like your right leg too, and your arms got to be on it. Yeah, you have to rest. <laughs> Yeah. You have to rest your your arm on your knee. <laughs> There's so much a lot about that. No, but food tastes better that way. <laughs> I ordered the rare steak. You gotta A B test that. I don't know. No, I think it, it and I, then, I, like, guess, uh, I enjoy my meals less <clears throat> put up on the chair next to me. Uh-huh. It doesn't have that like crossbar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, okay. And then if they don't, if you don't have another seat, it's always like this. And they they always look mad and then they do the, you know. Do y'all do y'all have those relatives who just stare <clears throat> like when they're eating, like they're like they're zoned out and they're just like holding the, their spoon? They stare into the abyss. Yeah. Abyss. 
Yeah. I'm just like, are you okay? And they're like, mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. It's like, it's like they're watching the universe go by. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a TV show. The the wildest thing is like you'll see them they'll like unfocus their eyes and just like one goes in it goes like this a little bit a little bit yeah maybe my favorite thing is the sniff you know what I'm talking about they'll take a bite they'll go (laughs) like that like that I just go yeah yeah it'd be like ain't nah ain't nah does it matter you for not eating? I know. Oh, uh, there's muggles hair. Dude, I love that sniff so much. And like, look, I sometimes I catch myself doing it, and I just start laughing at myself. And then your rice falls like, out. Yeah. Uh, wow. You ever get like now as an adult? I never have this problem, but like when I was in middle school, I would always like get rice on my sock. I hated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so man, just right on the floor. Step on it. I would always get rice on my sock. It, it like hardened like kolang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this? The number of steps of staircases at home should not be divisible by three. <laughs> well, what? I've got three steps. <clears throat> it should always Outside end with Oro or plata. I'm chanting. I don't. Oro on gold or silver? What? Oro? Yeah, when chanting oh, oro, oro plata mata. mata. Oro plata, I get oh, it. Oh, because the, the, it's oro plata mata, and the third one is death. So if you do it, you land on death. And you yeah. do not pass go, you do not collect 200 pesos. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird one. I, I didn't but know. how do you go from gold, silver, death? You know? Right? I don't get because, it. Gold, you know what? Because. Death. Because first place is very good, second place is okay, third place, shut up. <laughs> Fourth place, forget it. Why did you even <laughs> go? Why did you forget, even go? <laughs> forget it. Are you even trying? <laughs> Kill yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, include money when giving wallet or bag as a gift. I've heard that. Yeah. 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 So that's why I never give my cousins like any yeah, of that. I don't. <laughs> it's it's bullshit though, cause like when I was, you know, sometimes when you buy a new wallet, it's sad when you don't have anything to put in it. Yeah, <laughs> like when I was in when I was in high school, I bought like my first adult wallet. I was like, oh shit, it's leather, and like there was like nothing in it. Like I, put, uh, you I put my saw school... my money to buy this yeah. wallet <laughs> for real, and I was like, yeah. I put my school ID, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Uh, and it okay, so this is one that like I really wanted, like. As an adult, I still want to believe, but I know it's bullshit. I mean, it's, I can't cuss on Kumu. It's not real. <laughs> um, an itch on your palm means incoming wealth. Oh, yeah. My mom used to say that all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. My aunt used to say that to me all the time, too. Yeah. I have a cross, too. Apparently, that's good. Yeah. So, Possibly like, every time I, I do that, I'm like, hands. I'm like, I hope this is real. Where's my money? <laughs> yeah. When I think Yo, about like, everybody who owes me money, so I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start you start calling people yeah. to collect. <laughs> Here you go. My reminder. You go. I'm gonna go out hey. and get that money. Oh, I said it. Like, hey, yo, fake. Uh, <laughs> you get my, my memo. Pa- my, my palm itched, so you know what that means. <laughs> it's time my- to pay up. 
Mom, you owe me interest. You owe me interest. When you when you pay when you loan someone money, they're like, Oh, when do you want it back? You're like, let's just wait till my hand itches, dog. Like, I have two okay. hands. Hands to the left. <laughs> the and left. The right. Close open. Close, <laughs> close open. Close open. That Dude, we it. were we were at, where was I at? Oh, I was at the Kumu studio, right? And we were talking to, I think, the Philharmonic. And then some guy was like, dude, I'm going to rap. Someone hit the beat. And the beatbox guy was like, da-da. And I'm like, all right, I got this. I'm going to spit some bars. And I was like, pen, pen, the side of it. Yo, this dude, Dre Magic. Yeah, he's dropping bars. Ba, two, ten. it, my meme. Oh, that's funny, dude. Our nursery rhymes are like messed up, though, bro. I gotta look those up now. Filipino nursery rhymes. <laughs> One, two, three. Your dad's bald. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bald. Yeah, that's what that is. Yep. Ooh, 20 nursery rhymes in Tagalog for kids. I hope this isn't... The first one. I hope this isn't written by, like, Gen Z, because those are... I want to I wanna know the, like, offensive ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, here are a few rhymes to try. Okay. <laughs> Tong, 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 paki, tong, ki, tong. I don't know. It's tong, 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 paki, tong, ki, tong. <laughs> How do you talk about it? Bro, get it right. Wait, no, I didn't Sorry. know what it was Sorry. until he said it. That was it. Yeah, I don't, I never heard this before. One more time. Go ahead. You would just like tong, tong, tong. It's like Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tong, 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 tong. Tong 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 paki tong ki tong alimango adagat malaki at masarap. It's like yo, there's a crab at the ocean and it tastes really good and it's big. Like that's what they're talking about. Nice. Oh no, nice. I like Bahai Kubo. I know Bahai Kubo. <laughs> Bahai Kubo. Bahai Kubo. Um, ako ay may lobo. What is that? I had a balloon. It flew to the sky. I never saw it happen. <laughs> turns out, it turns out it popped. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I don't know. I'm gonna play the you. Is there a YouTube clip of this? Here, this is the. It goes. Ako ay may lobo lumipad sa langit. Di ko na nakita. Umotok na pala. Sayang ang pera ko. Binili lang lobo. Kung pagkain sana nabusog pa ako. <laughs> What is that teaching? <laughs> Hold up. This is a translation. Like, don't go buy balloons if you're hungry. Yeah, exactly. That balloon is just going to fly away. This is, this is a translation. It's, I had a balloon. It flew to the yeah, sky. No I never saw it so again. Turns out it popped. My money went to waste buying that balloon. If I had bought food, I would be full instead. <laughs> that is Guys. Stupid. This is why we can't Guys. have nice things. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. You ready? Pen, pen, the Sara pen, the cuchillo, the almacen, how, how, the carabao, batute. Okay, here's the translation. Pen, pen from the Sara pen, a knife from the department store. Oh, how the carabao stinks. P 
pinching tongs, gold and silver, blooming near the sea. Skirt that's red, three monies. This is just words. Like there's no. Wasn't that no, a wasn't that a commercial? Like it wasn't really. I don't. I remember that being a commercial. It's a nursery rhyme. Yeah, or maybe they just um, put it in a commercial, and that's what I associate it with. Toyota. Mm. Ben Bendis by Menin. Here's a weird one. Don't point your finger at trees at night. <laughs> our at ancestors night, specifically believe, at night. Our our ancestors believe that trees have spirits. So if you mistakenly point your finger at night or at trees during the dark, you have to bite oh, your finger yeah. to avoid a series of bad luck. Oof. Um. Here's one. And this is the last one. Don't give, and this is like logically correct, right? Because it's like, don't give someone a pair of shoes or the person will walk away from you, of course, because you gave them shoes. Right. And they're comfortable now. I always thought that meant like they, like if they were important to you, you're not supposed to give them shoes or else they'll leave you. Right. Like they'll leave your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My ex gave yeah. me shoes, so. <laughs> did you, did you walk away? Yeah, I still have the shoes. It works. <laughs> nice. You used your you used your uh, kadilakan. Kadilakan. <laughs> uh, there's there was like this thing where it's like, oh, if you ever have beef with someone, you should try walking a mile in their shoes. And then under it, it says because you'll have their shoes and you'll be a mile away. <laughs> wow. Originally, we were talking about the generational like gap, right? So, what are the things that like kind of irked you about what are, we talked about the things that kind of irked you about the older generation right there's like a bunch of not understanding mental health issues and all this other stuff how about what are the things that just piss you off about the younger Filipino generation I don't know I, I feel like with the younger generation now like maybe this is more of a global thing I don't know but in my eyes I feel like they never went through an awkward phase where they were humbled Oh, where they had to glow up? They just, like, was born glowed? Yeah. Like, what the heck, man? Like, but, like, no, like, the humbling phase, you know? Like, where you feel like you get, like, embarrassed and, like, you look oh. weird, you know? Like, like, you mean they had a decent childhood and didn't, like, <laughs> get bullied by their parents or relatives? Maybe that's a good thing, bro. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Is Shane eating? She got that stare. <laughs> I'm reading the chat. I'm reading the chat. Oh okay, she said. Yeah, I'm good. Who's <laughs> gonna get cold? Who's gonna get cold? Guys, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it, that it, it's like that bugs about, me. Like closer to like our like when we were like junior high, high school, early college. It's like mm-hmm. Filipino era where it was like Filipino pride, just for the sake of. Like Phil Filipino and like Phil Am, and then kind yeah. of the, that what you brought up with the, um, it's like that kind of excitement about the culture, but not like a direction to like point it. For there it. was no direct connection. Is that what you yeah. mean? Like you didn't know how it was like really like over there, right? right. Because we we kind of grew up in this place of privilege, right? Like I was born there, yeah. but I grew up here, you know, and I don't. I'm, listen, look, I'm not the richest person in the world, but I've never had to go to a well and get my own water. You know what I mean? Right. I've never had to be in a situation where I had to, like, harvest water and boil it to clean it so I can drink it. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that's common in a lot of places. I'm just like, I'm privileged enough to not have to have that. But also, I understand that it is a privilege. You know what I mean? And I'm not going <clears> to... <throat> like, there are certain things I know I can't solve for myself. Like, I'm not going to go clean all the water in the Philippines. Like, I don't have the means to do that. I'm good at what I do. I know how to make people smile sometimes or, like, be friends with people. You know what I mean? So it's like using, be like, being, that's what it is. They're not self-aware enough, right? Because they did come from this place of privilege and good on them. They didn't have people to shit on them growing up. Like, they didn't have bullies or, like, if they did, they were, like, on school, at school or whatever. But, like, family and societal pressure to, like, learn who you are and know what you like be basically be self-aware right and figure figure out how to navigate through your life and to help people within your means right like don't don't be hawkeye in the avengers you know what i'm saying like there's an alien monster coming from space and you got bone arrow like it's not gonna work like you can't solve the problem with an open mic you know what i'm saying and that that's the thing that like me anyway well i think too what you're touching on is that like they they don't understand and they meaning like the younger generation Mm -hmm. it gets after us they don't understand cultural nuances that we had to kind of navigate um like how to approach people is different um like in my work now like it the way that i would approach maybe like a second generation filipino American is not the same way I would approach like first generation or like the older generation or even people in my generation who mm-hmm. are like sort of in between. How they does that understand. go? Uh, how would you approach? Okay. So let's say Fick was like the older generation. I'm going by beard length. Mm-hmm. Let's say he was the older generation, right? Like how would you approach him? Like, let's say you had you to tell though. him. The thing is like, there's <laughs> no relationship building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, list them all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Huh? Don't you have You is Father Time Filipino? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> uh, okay, so how would you approach someone like directly above you, like the generation directly above you? Not like Boomer, but like Gen X. Gen X. So like my parents, their generation. Yeah. I think there's more. That that generation um, just requires a lot more relationship building and also communicating like what is the benefit of this like relationship. Because I work in news, right? And like we're, mm-hmm. we're trying to like tap into that older generation now. And it's like. If you're not telling them what you can do for them, they're not, you know, they're not going to give you the time of day. And then, whereas, you know, the younger generation, for them, it feels like everything, like those open mics or if they're writing a news story or whatever, it's like a day turn. Like they expect things to happen and they expect Mm. people to kind of fall in line. And that doesn't, that's not how it works. Um, Like you can't just do one thing and think that is going to like, yeah, they don't appreciate the build. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We were talking about earlier where we're kind of in this, <clears throat> we're talking about earlier how we're in this um, kind of middle gap generation culturally where 
uh, the generation directly above us, like our parents' generation, they are trying to be cool. Like they want to communicate with you on your terms, right? Hmm. In the sense where, you know, like I'm not talking about parents, but I'm talking about like uncle. Like there's always that uncle that like, I'm cool. I have a TikTok. You know, like all those, all those guys. I sound like Elvis, to... the one that's. <laughs> oh, I love, dude! I love those. Tito Elvis is my favorite Filipino archetype. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, they they want to they want to talk to you on your terms because they're trying to live vicariously through you, right? Because you remind them of a better time, and it's almost like you're trying to take care of those people while figuring out your stuff, but also you have to set the precedent for the future. So we're kind of in this, like, we're starting from their minus one, trying to figure out our level zero and trying to get ahead plus one for the other team or for the younger generation. Right. And I think that's like a really weird spot to be in because on top of being part of this, like diaspora and trying to figure out existing in two worlds at the same time, you know, and trying to figure out where you are culturally, you have to deal with where they're at in American culture and where the future is at in Filipino or like, you know, your ethnic culture. And I'm just like, dog, that's why I don't care about a lot of stuff, man, because it's, it's too much stuff, you know? That's I think in my parents' era, like, they had to escape war. And that's wild too, right? Because like some other cultures escape war to get to America and they still had to raise kids and they kind of fucked up their kids. And now their kids are crazy. I feel like I have a, like, sort of weird experience because my dad partly grew up here, right? And then my mom, mm-hmm. she's the one that's, like, fresh here. Um, and so she's the one that brought more of that Filipino culture. Um, and so they were always, like, trying to meet in the middle. And then I was sort of, like... Like, I always vibed with my dad because my dad was the American one. And then, mm. like, me and my mom would always be, like, fighting because she just didn't – she didn't get how we were growing up. Um, how we so, were. <laughs> yeah, how we were growing up, so. You, you ethnic – you ethnic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I think um, – I think I, I don't really envy, like – having to go through what my dad went through because I feel like you know he had to do that so I could like he walked so I could run basically (laughs) yeah Yeah. okay so like here's the thing too right like I'd rather live in an era of technology than live in an era of war (laughs) you know what I mean like I'm like, listen, I think every, every generation has their like ma- master disaster, right? Um, master disaster. We, had, we got four. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But like, had, like four. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. But like also yeah. our biggest one was obviously COVID, right? Mm-hmm. COVID, COVID and racism. Force. Like those are our, our big things. COVID right? and racism. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. The normal thing. Yeah. Racism has always been there. But Terrorism. like, I'd rather, I'd rather, but look, if we are punished, like stay inside and get three shots, that's our thing, right? Stay inside, get three shots. Theirs is like, hey, you're forced into war and you're like 90% you're going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, 
I think I think we have the better end of the mm-hmm. deal, like personally. This is true. And like freedom of speech. Oh my god! You know how many shit? Yeah. I, you know how much shit I say that like I would have been killed for already. A lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> you know, I, I figure <laughs> it's a lot. Um, yeah, and this is me toning it down. You know what I mean? Like it's right. yeah, just the idea was... that you can get killed for a thought that you had that like comes out of your mouth is so wild to me because. I've always lived under the privilege of, yeah, freedom of speech, as long as, Mm -hmm. you know, and like being in journalism, that's like kind of your bag, right? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't think I envy. So first of all, my mom grew up in like the Ilocos region and she was not, you know, she was not part of that like Mm. majority. Um, So... Yeah, I don't think I would have been able to, like, thrive in her generation, honestly. And I think, too, I mean, technology, yeah, it's one thing, but every generation has their means of getting information, right? So that means every generation has the same sort of, I want to say the same, but, like, they they have those similar chances of, like, being oppressed. So (laughs) we're sort of seeing seeing that happen now, if you think about it. History is a cycle and it repeats itself. So, all right, wrapping up with one last thing. Uh, We're talking about generational gaps, right? Um, If you, I mean, getting away from generational gaps and like moving into cultural, um, because I think when we're talking about generational gaps, the first thing that comes to mind for myself is it's education through experience. You know what I mean? So if we're not thinking generational, we're thinking um, like lateral, I guess. So if your friends, what would you teach your friends about, if you, if you could share one thing about your culture to your friends who are non-Filipino, what would you share with them? Like what, what piece of your culture would you be like, hey, this is a really cool thing. I want you to know this forever. Uh, better when your foot's up. <laughs> I was gonna say that shit, dude. Your boot Could you imagine some Italian guy yeah. with spaghetti? <laughs> He's like, this slaps, dude. <laughs> Thanks, Barry. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. I um, think for me, it would be the yeah. hospitality because I feel like, oh yeah, you know, you have your non-Filipino friends who don't know how to. I mean, because, you know, we go out of our way to make people feel comfortable. Yeah. And we kind of right. just want that to be reciprocated sometimes. <laughs> right. Susan. Totally. Yeah. Are you speaking from experience? <laughs> yes. 100%. It's like, like. Yo, there's two things you can. There are three things you can always count on from Filipino moms. Not apologizing for anything. Offering you food and keeping track of their Tupperware. Like all the time. They're like, yo, make sure you get my thing back, huh? <laughs> Give like, me back my Pyrex. <laughs> yeah, your Pyrex. Like, yeah. It's the one with the blue, the blue lid. Oh. oh yeah, my mom's like that too. You know the click clack. You still have that. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> my mom, mom, all her her Tupperware. Yeah, like, going to work and doing things with people. Yeah. I was like, mom, you need to have them buy Tupperware for us because we don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you know what's next level though is like sometimes like I'll see my titas and they have to go boxes now at their their Ooh. parties because they don't want their Tupperware stolen. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll buy they'll go to like Smart and Vinyl and they'll yeah. get like a three hundred pack. Like it's so mm-hmm. tall it has to sit on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> like, fridge. Yeah. Uh what about you, EJ? Um Man, something that I could share. Um, it's hard because like every every person's Filipino culture is different. But like I was very like close with my family, right? So mm-hmm. like I that's what I want to share. It's like there's always it's it's like a, a free person to hang out with if you have like a sibling, yeah. and like yeah. um like you definitely will have like your your um. I guess your things that you guys don't agree on and stuff like that, but like, of course, I don't know. It was just that was just part of my culture. It was like being really close with my family and my sister and mom and dad. Like, we always went on trips, and I was like, it was weird, right? Like, like I'd go on trips, and then um, my sister brought this up. She's like, yeah, like mom, dad, like we're the weird ones. We're the ones that are going on trips together. Like, my friends don't do this with our families, no, whether they're Filipino or not. And I'm like, man, I grew up. I grew up with this. Like this is, this is normal to me. So it's weird. It's weird, yeah. but I would share that. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think like one of the major things I like and would want to pass on, especially to like my white friends, is like specifically. Kind of because they don't. This culture isn't prevalent in their culture or lack of or like you no know, no it's culture it's culture, but the idea of like. If you're really close with someone, you're going to, like, crack jokes at them and, like, not get butthurt about it. You know what I mean? Like, our, our, one of our love, like, expressions is, like, talking smack about people and receiving it. You know? Not, not the Tita generation. Definitely not. But, like, I think our generation. Not that kind of? Okay. No, no. It's like, like, you shoot back at your friend and then they'll shoot back at you. And now you both are laughing at each other, but you're laughing together. Thanks for joining us, Pandis. You've been watching and listening to the Pandasol podcast. Make sure you follow all of us and listen to us on the Spotify, on the YouTube. And don't forget your baon and put your leg up when you eat.